And we're live, pal. We're back in the Pe- era, in the era of uh, COVID nineteen. Peach and Stu are back together again. Happy times they are, even though we're all on quarantine and lockdown. Uh, we're back together. Peach, how are you, brother? I'm doing all right. I have a headache, but not in the COVID way. <laughs> in the Jim Beam, Jack Daniels kind of no, way. No, I don't drink Jim Beam. I hate Jim Beam. You look like a Jim Beam guy. Uh-uh. You know, that's like the third time I've worked this into the podcast before, and I feel really good about it. I, I'm proud of you for it. Uh, honestly, we rep our coworker, um, Kim, all the time about, because she loves Jim Beam. Well, I mean. And I'm just like. There, there's Jim so Beam. many statements there about Miss Kim. Uh, we love her, though. Yeah, we do. Who, who loves Jim Beam, though? Folks from Mythipithate. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's probably accurate. Um, took me a second there to kind of think of that. Uh, so today's episode, we're, we're getting away from the horse racing. It's going to shoot the shit. We're going to shoot the shit. We got, we got a ton of horse racing stuff lined up this week. Phil Hager will be uh, our guest on Monday. That, that podcast will drop early Monday morning, so you got it for yourself. Um and then later in the week, we have, uh, uh, I'm going to fanboy out, but Andy Serling coming on the uh, coming on the podcast, and that's going to be an awesome experience to talk to him. He's right now, he, we're watching him on uh, Fox Sports, doing America's Day at the Races, um, the, the kind of face of uh, the New York Racing Association. Um, He's he's gonna be awesome to talk to, and he doesn't hold back, and he's he's very entertaining. I'll give him that. So you got that to look forward to this week. Uh, I have to ask him about what his thoughts are on this whole COVID stuff and its impact on racing. Because I yeah. imagine this is the last week. Yeah, yeah, we're watching especially it, especially in New York. It, especially since I've put uh, over a thousand dollars on horse races today. Um, yeah, pro- we're we're firing like it's nineteen ninety nine, as Prince would say. Uh, Peach, wh- where can people find us? Uh, they can find us on the uh, Twitter um, at Peach underscore Stewcast, and that's probably the easiest way to follow us and for our updates. Eventually, we'll get an Instagram account, but I'm kind of scared of the Instagram waters. It's very picture centric, so like I don't even know how to go about that like we're not we're not selfie guys you know like it's it's weird i, I don't know I, I, anyways scared of instagram uh but we're gonna i think we'll end up getting like a facebook eventually too right mm-hmm. yeah yeah ideally um, but if you want to listen to us you can go to spotify um you can, again twitter is the easiest way because we post the post it right there it'll take you right to spotify iTunes and SoundCloud, I believe. Yep, and we're on all of them. Um, we're working on a website. Uh, our good friends at the Unchurched podcast sent us an idea for it. Shout out, you guys. Shout out, Heinze. Love you, boy. Uh, 
So we're going to try and work through them and, and kind of see how they created it. If we do a website, you could re- unleash a monster. That would be that would be dangerous. I am going to I'm going to blog a lot. Yeah, we, so there's a lot of things that you're you're hindered on uh Twitter. Uh I would hate to see what we could do with a blog. Right. I just I can see myself getting all hot and bothered about sports and then just real quick firing out a quick blog about it. It could be really bad, and it could be a lot of gambling, and it could... It will be. Dire consequences for us and our marriages. But uh, I think worth it. Mrs. Peach is all about the podcast. Is Miss Peach all about the gambling? Uh, I don't gamble. Yet. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. So... (laughs) But here's the thing, though. Come football season... If we have a football season. Game's on. Which, you know what? I get triggered when people say, I don't know if we're going to have a football season. And I'm like, you don't know anything. So why are you speculating? Why is Kirk Herbstreet on the Twitter telling people, I'd be shocked if we have college football this year or any football at all for that matter. It's like, hey, Kirk, I love you. You're great at your job, but shut up. Just shut up. We don't need that right now. Don't flirt with taking away America's sport in March. If you want to, if, if we get to July and this is still a big thing, then you can speculate. Not in March. Fired me up. I don't like it. It, it hurts my heart. It threatens me. I get very, very anxious when people talk about football. I got over March Madness. It took a week. I was in a dark spot, even though today I should be watching Elite Eight games. Um... I'm not angry about it. Golf, it'll be back. Um, baseball, NBA, maybe. Uh, I hope so. But, like, don't speculate about football in March when we have a the NFL season currently underway because it's a very much a phone call-driven offseason. You can, you can sign eight free agents. They're doing that. They're going to have the draft. Like, let's just hold off on all speculation until July and see where we're at. Please and thank you. Well, there you go. There's your public service announcement from Peach. Uh, just don't get me jacked up. I get jacked up when people are start start saying football's gone. Well, we live in, we're living in some uh, uh, some rough times, but we'll get through. Uh, Peach, I'm going to lead it off to you. Um, what what is give me a piece of your mind on something not related to the NFL and your issues with people talking about it? Uh, so one thing I was thinking about on my way over here is how New York and Connecticut and New Jersey are about to be quarantined entirely for like two weeks, and I just thought that was wild. I'm starting to think of like the beginning of Walking Dead. Starting to think about, um, I'm starting to think about you know, World War Z, and I just I'm like that's nuts that we're living through this type of scenario in the in the 21st century. Um, yeah, no, and and we're in the D.C. metro area, and people are probably wondering why talks like that aren't going on for D.C. and I know why. 
and people who don't live uh, people who live outside don't know why but it's because whenever any type of weather event um could be wind could be an inch of snow could be heavy rain if there's a chance to cancel they'll cancel people around here take take every inch they whenever you give them an inch they take a mile I should that's that's how that goes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah, okay. Give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Give them an inch, take Just a mile. Just like uh, Captain America. What does that mean? You know, Captain America, yeah, he it, takes an inch. Well, you give him an inch, he takes a mile. Right? Sometimes it's He's at home. Uh, his form of... Uh, oh, that Captain America. His form of work is uh, playing Call of Duty right now. It's totally what he's doing. Uh, but it's work. Because, like, guns and stuff in America. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, bro, bro. Yeah, totally. That is honestly the... That's a good example. That's exactly what people are like around here. So the place is completely shut down. D.C. is a ghost town. There is nothing going on. Have you ever been here during a round of federal holiday? Same thing. Ghost town. Everyone is back home. They leave. I even thought about going home because I'm off work, too. Um... For now, I mean, I'm teleworking and all that shit, but I could do that for my parents' house in the God's country, the UP. Um, Which has, uh, from what I read yesterday, they said nobody come visit the UP. Yeah, yeah. We're we're on our own, yeah. and I I think everybody's pretty much settled on not visiting the UP. And that's kind of how the UP operates in general. Like we don't want people to come because it's a very unique place in the country. It's beautiful one. It's has one, it has one row or well, two, but it has, there's no four lane highways. It's only two way highway, two way traffic. And the stadies are everywhere. What's a statie? State cops. Oh yeah. They're everywhere. Hell, my town in the UP is, it borders Wisconsin. It has 5,000 people, maybe 6,000 if we're lucky. And we have a fucking militia up there of police officers. We have, we have county, we have Ironwood PS, uh, IPSD, we have fucking state, and then we have another county, and they're everywhere. They out, it's almost like they outnumber the the population. They're just, it, I don't even really get it. Um, but yeah, they're everywhere. What What about you? What do you got going? What's on your mind? Uh, a lot of horse racing as I see Vacoma coming through in the clutch here, went in the first race for me, needed that. Um, my boy Jackson brought up the rear. Uh, sorry, son. Um, what the hell does that mean? So there was a horse in this race that I just watched that the seven horse, its name is Jackson, and obviously my son is Jackson. Gotcha. So I... Is Thank it, God. Is it Jackson or is it Jack? Just Jack. Jackson. Nice. Yeah, kind of like Sarah. I kind of dig those. I kind of dig those names. The Jackson, like that's the real name, but it's meant to be. He's gonna be called Jack his whole life. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. that was my thinking. We're on we're on the same sheet of music when it comes to that. And not to mention, like, there's gonna be days where you call him Jack most of the time, but like, when, right. when but when you yell at him. You call use the word Jackson. He will know he's in trouble. No, I use his middle names. Well, that's just weird. Uh, I'm trying to get him used to it because that what's we'll his, talk offline about. What's his What's his middle name? Albine Michael. What? 
Albine Michael. So, okay. Albine We're going to get off completely sports here. But my grandfather was Pollock. He came over from, you know, Tellus Island. So his name was Albin, okay. A-L-B-I-N. Uh, a Pollock, Lithuanian, East European name, right? Yeah, got it. The the cocksmokers at Ellis Island were like, uh, uh, this doesn't sound right. We'll throw an E on the end. <laughs> Albine. And somebody miss, messed up, and that became his name. There is not another Albine anywhere. I believe Because it. it's not a name. I believe it's not a but name. But Ellis Island gave him that name, that's so he's I, Albine. That's why when you said it, I was like, uh, excuse, what? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> think I'm like stuttering John over like, here. They come out with some weird names, like way, like there's some weird names out there, but I've never heard that one. So my big thing today is, uh, you know, I'm going to go to a little wrestling. Wrestling's on TV. How about, for now, for now yeah, that's true, for now. Are you are you reading anything? Are you seeing anything of the, about WrestleMania? What the WWE has done with WrestleMania? It it doesn't make any business sense. It doesn't make any logical sense. I know you've been t- trying to get me into wrestling, and I've I think I told you, I just can't get into it because you grew up in eras of wrestling, and when I grew up in the nineties, when I used to watch it all the time, it was WWF, fucking. You know, Sting, NW, NWO, and NWO Wolfpack. God, I love the Wolfpack. Fucking loved it. Stone Cold, The Rock, you know, R- um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. You know, uh, who's the, Mr. Sacco? Who's the guy? What was his name? Mick Foley, Mankind. Mick, yeah, Mankind. You know I met him. Kane, Undertaker. I met Mick Foley. That's fucking awesome. Did you ask him to do the move on you? I can totally see you doing that. No, I was scared as hell. I used to have... Uh, Remember those matches he used to have with the Undertaker in the boiler rooms? Dude, the best. They, I had so the many night. I had a reoccurring nightmare in my childhood about being stuck in the boiler room and the Undertaker was coming. That's incredible. And that's that's so so wrestling nowadays. I don't even watch the WWE. You're the big wrestler guy. You're yeah you're, yeah. What's the new one? The WWE. AEW. AEW. Yeah, AEW. There's not a WW in front of me. I'm like, what is this? AEW. AEW sounds like and, a, a and, union. And New Japan Pro Wrestling are what I'm what I'm watching all the time. And it's truly because they are telling you far greater stories. Their athleticism is off the charts. It's not even close. Um it, it's not even it's not even comparable to what WWE's putting out there. But that's that's besides the point, uh, Peach. Uh, WrestleMania is the biggest thing, and and I'm gonna look at this purely from a business decision, right? WrestleMania is the biggest thing that they got going all year. That's that's a big money maker, right? Yeah. And there is one man that decided he wanted to keep it going, and that's Vince McMahon. And it's a audience of one. And his name is Vince McMahon. And when you're Vince and you can do you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and essentially that's what he does. But the big problem here, therein lies the fact that when you when you look at what he's doing and what what's going on with him, um it's probably not this it's probably not the most savory idea to 
keep going. It would probably be best if they just stopped. And I say the same thing about AEW, although Wednesday nights are... I, I, it's it's one of my very few releases from from everything going on is watching AEW. They have owned by uh, the Khan family, Tony Khan, who also owned the Jacksonville Jaguars, right next to the Jaguars Stadium. Is Terrible a, owner. Uh, I terrible GM. I they have built they have put in a, a lot of money into that community. I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan of Tony Khan. I'm saying that because they put a they actually have put a lot of money into that stadium, into the community. They built an auditorium right next door, and it's awesome. It's seriously awesome. Um, Daly's place. Pull it up. There's some really cool pictures. Um. But these guys, these guys are investing, and they own Fulham Football Club and all that stuff. What the cons do? Yeah, the cons do. So if you own, oh, actually, that makes sense because Fulham sucks too. Well, Fulham's Fulham's I, not even in the top bracket of the English. No, League. they're in the championship, but I they they keep going up and down. It's it's real tough for teams to get there based, you know. If you get up to the top tier, you get in the Premier League and the money wise, and you gotta you gotta redo your entire squad, and it's just it's luck of the draw. Not the teams that get promoted from relegation and the teams that get relegated. I mean, it's I if you it's, look at I it, I think it's, it's an awesome concept. It is. Um, so uh, back to the story. Those guys are doing something different. Uh, they're still going, which is. A little crazy to me. I think at this point it's time to just shut everything down just based on how hard it is and how the optics of it. And speaking of optics, WrestleMania is still going and it looks horrible. You have your top star pulling out because he has leukemia. He's in remission right now. But if he gets COVID... He's dead. To pull a, to pull a uh, El Presidente line... Dark nap, okay. Right. Uh, this is a guy who get really, really, you know, screwed up by this stuff, and he's still there. He's still competing. Like people, we need to be forward thinking about these things, and not just for the here and now, but plan it out. I get well, WrestleMania like, is a big thing, but how many people are going to watch WrestleMania? Are you going to pay no. seventy dollars on pay per view? That's another freaking thing. It blows my mind. That they it's still seventy dollars and they're not doing it for like well they have their network they have their network which you can download but that's right but like what that's did I say? ten to fifteen dollars a month what am I gonna order pay ten fifteen dollars just so I can watch WrestleMania and then cancel it so here's the thing like I had this thought the other day when we were talking about it offline and I'm just like what why on earth would myself not a wrestler fan ever even think about paying $70, even if I was kind of interested, right? So, and that's the thing about WWE and wrestling in general for me is that they're very niche. They have a very niche group and they have their people. They don't care about trying to get new people in to watch the sport. Is that fair? Because only seventy dollars, well, seventy dollars is never gonna, no way. 
Here's the thing. And, and, and with UFC on the flip side, one, they actually fight. And two, like, they have free events. And then the big events are all pay-per-view, which is fine. I totally get that. But they also try to bring new people in, so they buy those big events because they watch, like, some other people. So, in theory, the free events, the, uh, you know, SmackDowns on Fox... AEW's on TNT, a la WCW, back in the day, Nitro. WCW, too. Dude, there is a lot of crossover one of these nights. I'm going to get you to actually watch it, and you'll enjoy it. become the WWF? Is that how that works? WWF bottom. Yeah, okay. Um, And so your free events are the shows. The shows leading up to the pay-per-view. And... Yes, they do sell the pay-per-view for 50 bucks or whatever. But if you're invested in the shows, you'll buy the pay-per-view. Like, I've bought in every single AEW pay-per-view. Be- and I haven't been disappointed one second, one bit, not at all. Because I, I love it. I just picture you down here getting rowdy. Oh, yeah. it gets in hand. So, so last pay-per-view, I saw the greatest tag team match I've ever seen in my life. And... I, I was tweeting about it. You can go back through our thread and, and find it. I, I was attaching some uh, videos. It was insane. It was incredible. And I was getting rowdy, and I loved it. But WWF, you, it, it's it's just, you you got to, like, Jesus, we can hold off WrestleMania. We can hold it off for a couple months until things get a little, I mean, settled down a little bit. And when they're holding off the Masters in... Uh, oh, I don't know the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, and WWF or W or uh, WWE is like, nope, the show goes on. Show goes on. It's funny. I got a question for you. Since you're our big horse guy, what are your thoughts on Tampa Bay? This this race, Tampa Bay Downs, them doing the injunction so they can race today when they literally is that is that the right state? No, no, you're thinking of uh, uh, California, okay. L.A. County. So L.A. County yesterday told Santa Anita. Uh, that just shows and, how much I know about horsing, horse racing, yeah. folks. <laughs> so, so L.A. County told Santa Anita Race Course, one of the pillars of horse racing, where Seabiscuit ran, and and all all these other amazing horses. Uh, there's that TV show on HBO. That's actually really good. Uh, I think it's called Luck. Uh, uh, if you have HBO, it, it, uh, who's in it? Um, what, what? Jesus. What? Give, give me specifics. What is it? A, it? Type in HBO Horse Racing, and it's on there. Um, I think it's. I, I I think it's called Luck. Yeah, it's Luck. It's Luck, and uh, Dustin Hoffman's in it fantastic show it's literally a fantastic show like i thoroughly recommend folks go out and watch it dennis farina's in it god rest his soul um just some really great actors a really cool story that's all filmed at san anita beautiful place they also uh last night shuttered uh los alamitos which is uh like a place where you know drug kingpins buy horses coke them up and race them allegedly wild. allegedly um so that happens there uh they they canceled that so currently as of 
Currently today, there's only four tracks running. Gulfstream Park, home of the Florida Derby. Check out our timeline. We did an a, a hour-long YouTube episode uh, detailing what that is. It's a little bit late now, but, you know, what have you. Yeah. Uh, that's still running. Tampa Bay's running. Oaklawn in Arkansas is running. And Golden Gate in Northern California is still running. My take on it, and we talk in in the conversation with Tom Gallo. This came up in the conversation with Phil Hager dropping Monday. Uh, this came up. Um, you know, you re, you people have to go to the stalls. You have to take care of these athletes, these equine athletes, these horses. They need to be cared for. Right. You can't stay home. So no, you can't. And it's the workforce, animal. the workforce that's necessary to do that is 90% of the people, and I'm still in line from Phil Hager here, it's 90% of the people that you need to get a horse race off. Yeah. So what are we doing? And it brings in money. Right now, there's already $2 million into a pick six pool at Gulfstream, and that's only going to go up. You could get it up to $3 not million. not to mention, it's a... F- like from someone on the outside, like it's a it's a freaking it's an animal. You can't just shut down people who are taking care of an animal. And honestly, how much social distancing do you need when you're taking care of a fucking animal? Right? And like that, these people can be together and still do their jobs and take care of these beautiful animals in order to make sure that one, nothing happens like terribly. And two, to make sure they're still doing their thing. They're athletes, too. And you're talking about folks that rely on gambling. So so the amount of money wagered today could be in the 15 to $20 million range. The state gets a cut. The track gets a cut. All the owners are getting a cut. It's, yeah. These are big-time races. They need this to survive. You think that, you think the restaurant, hospitality industry, which... Uh, uh, Barstool Sports has a really cool, uh, like, uh, Barstool in the Morning uh, interview with John Taffer, and he's talking about how, how in dire straits the hospitality industry is. You think that's rough. Start not paying these people. Um, what are they going to do? And you got real issues. Yeah, what are you going to do? Because a lot of these folks how are... Do you get the, what do you do when they go, oh, I'll get a job, and you need them to come well, back? Well, they don't even have... So here's the thing. They don't even have jobs because that's a lot of point. these folks... Are from overseas or or, or um, Mexico, South America, what have you, and and that's not saying like they came here illegally. They're on work visas. They're people that are uh, that know horses. That that are. It, it, it's just like come on now. We we gotta we got to treat the folks that are doing the work, waking up at four a.m., working till five p.m. For their family, we gotta help them out. That's why I I pay my bills. I pay my bills, and and luckily I've been part of some partnerships that are opening up funds to help support some of these backstretch workers, and I've contributed to that because I'm in a position to, and I've also paid my bills up front ahead of time. Um, even though my horse is just hanging out at the farm now, getting fat, happy, just running around, a regular horse. Just becoming a regular horse, and guess what? It's it's 
It's what's needed. You got to pay your bills. You got to you got to help these people out because that's the way they get their money. That's the way they live. And you're not just paying for some hay or or you know a shot here and there or the trainer's fee because he's a great trainer. I have great trainers. It is what it is. What's but... going on in Kentucky? What do you mean? Like what? Like I know they're big into horse racing as well. Like have they come and have they done the same similar stuff? Yeah. So Keeneland, which is a huge, it's one of the top even... three, four meets. Keeneland it, and Keeneland's actually one of the most beautiful. It's it's one or two. Let me let me let me add. The reason I asked you that question is because if this is gonna go on with all the horses now across the country and and the lack of uh, training and people taking care of these horses. How can you feasibly have the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness and the Belmont, the three big horse, the three, the only three horse races that people like me tend to care about that we tune in. How is this going to affect those three races? So the derbies in September, right? A decision these on the Preakness. Are not getting trained, and they're they're doing no, their thing. Well, like. no, no, you, you're. So these horses, the horses that are in this uh, Florida Derby today that we're watching right now on TV, um, the horses in the Florida Derby today are not the horses that are going right. to show. They're going to change. They're going to grow up. They the, the three year old year is that transformative, like eighteen to twenty five range for a horse. Yeah, that's that's like their range. So they're hitting puberty. They're growing, and you got them as a teenager at the end of their three year old year. That's kind of like a, a parallel for humans. And uh, so if the race were going to be run in in May. I guarantee you the horse that wins in September is not going to be the same uh, horse that would would have won in May. It's just got it. They just change physically, uh, you know, mentally, all that good stuff. And we'll see. I I haven't heard when the Belmont's going. I haven't heard when the Preakness is going. I don't know how you set that up. We're going to just play ball uh, and roll with it. Um, if sports are all back at the same time from July. Through December, it's gonna be electric. It's it's gonna be really intense. You're gonna have golf going on, which, by the way, golf is like one of the most social distancing sports you can have. So I don't even understand why. And guess what? Sports like tennis, golf, you don't. They ask the fans to be quiet, anyways. So you don't need the fans there. You can still play, and people will still tune in. Just FYI to the folks in that industry. You can still have your stuff. Please just do it. Same with horse racing. Like, you can still do this. If you just put in common sense approaches to when people come in, you know, just fucking do their temperature. It's not a big deal. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be electric fall. We're talking NHL, NBA, playoffs golf the derby football it's gonna be awesome i i hope it happens because i just while you were talking about horse racing i uh pulled up on my phone the, um, the cdc is now recommending that all or they're gonna recommend that all americans wear masks when they go out how dumb is that stupid like i'm so tired of this shit i don't even know what we're like 
I know it's bad. I know we're going to need to stay home. I know this. But, like, how long is this going to go on for? It'll go on for um, probably about... Well, I'll say this. I think it ends when Michigan actually wins the Big Ten Championship. Your thoughts? That'd be great for the country. I, man, I don't know if we can, if we can do this for another 12 years. Which, by the way, I think, speaking of all that, this is killing, killing teams like Michigan right now because they're supposed to be out there recruiting. We need, we have a quarterback competition that we need to get underway. Um, again, folks, not delegitimizing the COVID-19, just this is a sports podcast, so I'm taking it from a sports perspective. Um, yeah, Joe, uh, Dylan McCaffrey or Joe Milton? I like Joe Milton because he's a freak athlete and he's the size of Cam Newton when he was in college. And I think, and his arm is elite. He can get out and run. He's going to be, I think he's going to be legit. Um... But like my heart is ruined for Dylan, is ruined for Dylan, um, but we'll see. I I just we can't afford this lapse, especially if well, we're gonna have a good team next year. But if they're not practicing, it hurts me because they actually have a shot to beat Ohio State next year. But guess what? Ohio State is just so much better and so much has so much depth that they can probably just put it on and, and pound us. And if we're not practicing, we're going to lose again. And I, I don't know if I can handle that. Don't know if I can handle it. I'll tell you what you can handle. Uh, Michigan State in four years will beat Michigan. We <laughs> will be a ranked team. That's we awesome. will uh, restore the roar, if you will. You guys are going to be bad for a decade. Mel Tucker... Mel Tucker is like, uh, uh, what's his name? Ohio State coach in the nineties when Michigan beat the hell out of him. John Cooper. Yeah, John Cooper. That's like that's your John Cooper. I, this okay, is not here. Go, let's play the game. This is let's not going to go well. I guarantee you, Michigan State will not only beat Michigan in the next decade, but we will be in Indianapolis for a Big Ten championship game. Guaranteed. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. First off, Mel Tucker is not going to survive that long. No, he has a history <laughs> of leaving. Yeah. And, but I said ten years. And second, How much you want to... I'll put a grand on it. And second... I'll put a grand on I'm it. I'm not going to put a grand on it. That's I'll put a grand on crazy. it. Crazy. Okay. Well, crazy because you're scared. I'm not scared because Mel Tucker is not going to be there, one... And two, and, and if he does start having success, he's gone immediately. And two, Mark D'Antonio left the cupboards bare at Michigan State. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Michigan fan. I've said it. I'm not I've shitting. I am not shitting on MSU. I'm just calling out your reality. No, you, and that's what I've said this whole time. MSU's cupboards are bare, but I've already by just reading who he's offering, he's going out and he's trying to play with the big boys all across the country. And that's good. That's good news. That is something that we have not done in let me check. Let me check. I'm still checking. Still Ever? checking. No. Let me check. Yeah, that's right. Never. Ever, ever, never 
We have never done that. We're guys... not offering kids from Texas like big time players. We're not. We've never done that. We... He's already revitalizing the program. I love what I see. It's going to be a bad year for you guys. It's going to be a bad three, it's... four years. I would say probably about three years. It's going to be rough. Yeah, it's going to be bad. You guys are going to get drubbed a lot. Not just by Michigan, but by everybody. Next year especially. It's going to be real hard times. And a big issue is we don't play the transfer game. No, you guys don't play the transfer game. But also at the same time, the transfer game hurts. Look at Michigan. We haven't had a true guy. We haven't In the Jim Harbaugh era, we haven't had a guy start at quarterback that we recruited. And that's been bad, I think. Because when you go out there and you're you're trying to recruit these top quarterback prospects, they see that and they're like, why would I go to Michigan when you guys just are going to accept some transfer over me? So they're going to go to Alabama. Or they're going to go to fucking uh, Wisconsin, maybe. No, they're not going to Wisconsin. Nobody, the court, Wisconsin hasn't had a good quarterback in decades. They're going to go down to the SEC or Ohio State. Um, which, for the record, Justin Fields transferring to Ohio State is the first time that's happened, I think, for that school in literally a decade and a half. They get their guys organically, recruit them up, train them up, and then they're in there dominating Michigan. And I think that's better for a program than going out and just getting a rent-a-quarterback for a year. You recruit kids, play the kids. Don't just bring in a guy that's gonna that's gonna just jump over him because he played at Ole Miss for a year or two and beat Alabama once or twice. Ole Miss has. Uh, when's the last time Ole Miss beat Alabama? I want to say twenty fifteen. Yeah, they maybe. had. They were the only school for a while that could beat Alabama. Well, and that's flukishly and actually beat them. While they they were also paying some kids, which which by the way, you know. Yeah, alleged. Well, it's not even allegedly it's anymore. Not, it's it's not, been proven. Not allegedly. It's been proven. Yeah. Those. Speaking of which, speaking Miss, of paying kids, when Ole misses real quick, when Ole misses never top five, and then they're top five for four straight years in a row, makes you wonder. I don't think they were top five for four straight. They years. were for a while because I used to I used to follow recruiting religiously when I was in college, and I was just like, why is Ole Miss top five every year for like? Three or four years, they were top five. But anyways, go ahead. Go ahead with your point. I just don't, I don't think that was the case. It was the it was the. They may have been top ten. Did um, remind me. No, Treadwell, no, Sean, Sean Hand went to Alabama, right? Yes. Okay, so who who is the big prospect that went to Ole Miss? I can't because I remember uh, Robert and. and no, he was and, out of Michigan. He was committed to Michigan. He backed out and went to Ole Miss. He was a five star. Robert Ndichie was went to Ole Miss. He was a big five star. Yeah, I can't remember off the the end. Um, but either way, they had they Laquan had guys. Treadwell. He, he's Ole Miss. AJ Brown's Ole Miss. Shout out to Atlanta Falcons. You guys got a good one. In who? I just can't. Laquan Treadwell. Oh, oh, oh. I think he has 77 catches for like... Laquan oh, Treadwell's s- not... Seven-some hundred yards. Yeah, it just hasn't five translated. Years. However, 
Uh, you look at you. You look at DK Metcalf and AJ Brown both being on the same yeah. team, and yeah. Jesus Christ, still not as impressive as OBJ and DK. And, uh, DK Metcalf about to be the best wide receiver in the I NFL. I, I don't agree. No, he's perfect for that offense because he has a ton of speed and he's tall and big. I don't. And agree. Russell Wilson just throws the ball off. No, he doesn't. I don't yeah, agree. He no, he doesn't. I don't agree with you because Seattle runs the ball primarily first and. Joe Will or uh, Russell Wilson takes care of the the ball as well as run himself. Who are they giving the ball to? Uh, and and how much is Russell Wilson actually running nowadays? Russell Wilson. Sierra Sierra won't let him run. Wide receivers in the Seattle Seahawks system don't fare well. They have they have what? No, that's not a hot take. Are you talking about? Okay, look at Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is I'm a not, nobody. I'm not saying. That they don't produce, they're just not sexy numbers like you think they are. TJ Lockett is good, but he also disappears. TJ Lockett, yeah, is that his... Tyler, Tyler Lockett, yeah. yeah, Tyler Lockett. Maybe his middle name has a J. TJ, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler Lockett produces, but he's not a game breaker, game changer. And DK Metcalf, yeah, he has the size, but he would do better in I don't know Green Bay. Or uh, somewhere where they just, where Aaron Rodgers just feeds guys like Devontae Adams all day, every day. They don't run, they don't work that way. They run through the ground primarily. That's where their offense goes. Pete Carroll has traditionally been a running back heavy offense, even in USC. And he's taken that to Seattle. I love DK Metcalf, but I don't like him in fantasy. I don't like any Seattle wide receiver in fantasy. For for pure football purposes, absolutely. Good for the team. He's going to dominate for the team. But if you're a fantasy guy like myself, he's not going to produce for you. Is fantasy sports dead? No. Why not? Why would it be? Because now that betting is illegal, or legal in more states... If I'm going to, if I'm, I'd rather have money on the Bills Jets game than just having Devin Singletary and seeing how that goes. Yeah, but like, it's not just about. She's live. Oh yeah, this this, we're. we're I'm not gonna say her name, but uh, on TVG right now, all the way live, brother. Oh yeah, she's just a live. smoke show. She English? She looked English. No, no, wow. she's American. Nice, yeah. nice. I'll get I, I'll get with you offline. Okay. Smoke show, folks. Caught her eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so because I use fantasy football primarily to keep in contact with my bros from back home who I went to high school with, went to college with. So I don't – I that's how we keep in touch and we just put – I don't know. We put 100 bucks each and we play for a grand. That's why we do it. It's not because I agree with you though. Like if you're just gambling, go and you're not gonna rely on Devin Singletary. But uh I think fantasy sports will prevail still. I even thought about joining fantasy baseball again. A little rotisserie league? Yeah. I just I it's so I fell out of love. Like I won't be in the next fantasy league we have. I just I don't well, that league is really dumb yeah you don't play for anything and by the way if an opening comes up in my league shout out to my league running 
10 years, 12 years now in a row. Will you join it? Yeah, I would. $7 million. $7 million for Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is the <laughs> hardest. It's the hardest bet in horse racing. Pick six straight winners. $7 million. I've never seen $7 million. I've never seen $7 million in a pick six. On the big, on the Kentucky Derby, it's not $7 million. That's wild. On the Kentucky Derby doesn't get that. The Breeders' Cup doesn't do that. $7 million, folks, seriously. And, and we're going we're gonna to take these people out of, off the track. Wild. Wild. The state's getting a couple million out of that. States need the, tr- it. the track, the back workers are getting a few million out of that. States are going to need it. It, it, the, it's just, it's like, businesses, what are we doing? Businesses are going down. I mean, states will need it. Sorry to take you off that track, man. Um, no, that's, that's, that's. But no, fair. like to me, fantasy sports is like, look, I, it, I, again, it comes down to, I don't really care. I don't really care about what Devin Singletary does in week six of my fantasy football league versus. I have uh, 50 on the on the, the Bills to cover the spread against the Jets. Here's the thing, though. Uh, fantasy sports won't be dead because they have daily, they have daily fantasy leagues. Daily fantasy is going away. Get, get that out Draft of your mind. DraftKings? Going away. Uh, so, actually, funny story about that. I used to play DraftKings every single weekend, um, every single Sunday. And then I noticed that, like, winners of big money... We're always getting 214 points, 200-ish points, 190. You get, you get it. They have, they have a algorithm. So, generally. so when I was at my old gig on Capitol Hill, my coworkers were always making fun of me, saying that like, you know, it's rigged, right? Yeah, and I'm just it's like, rigged. and I'm just like, it's not rigged. I'm gonna win it. You just, you just, you just wait and see. So. I put together the best lineup I've ever put together ever in my life. And they scored me 224 points. Guess how much money I won? 20 bucks. $5. Oh. And I'm just like, what? Are you serious? I just put together the best lineup ever. And, and on average, I've been seeing these scores every single week. Who get paid ten thousand dollars out, and I do it one time and I get my money back. What kind of uh, that's that's yeah. So and, and, so, then, and then from that day on, I never played again, and I never will play again. Because you're right, there's an algorithm, and there's a lot of people who buy in and they manipulate it, and it's just it's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. I think it's I think it's. Shameful also that ESPN, then they promote it like it's, you know, the next big, I mean, it is a big thing, but like, I, I just think it's con artists. Well, just, I, I don't think, I think when it was getting propped up, it they didn't account for the fact that sports betting was going to be legalized. Well, here's the now, thing. Now, that- FanDuel and DraftKings, they're, they're doing their own betting side, but... Daily fantasy is going away for the sheer fact that there's a select few people, and I think I even though seven and a half million, it's going to get up to eight. 
It's going to get up to $8 million. It's a lot. I, I have a $1,000 ticket, folks, on this Rainbow Pool 6. Uh, I don't even understand why it's that high. Because it's the only game in town today. And it's mandatory payout because Gulfstream Park stops after today. Got it. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting amped up cause I got, I got over, uh, $1,100, $1,200 worth of horse bets today and we we're getting it. Why would you join the market? Honestly, for you, when you just, you've kind of set the record. I mean, you're dominant, not the record, but you're dominating in betting. Well, I, I mean, here's my no offense. Thing. I mean, I, I actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Well, I'm doing like, okay. You should, you should join doing, the market. I'm doing you know okay I mean. betting the horses. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. I, I Maybe I, this is going away. I'll play the market, and it's something for me and my family. Small time, small potatoes. I love this because you're such a degenerate gambler that now that this is going away, you're going to focus to the market. Yeah. <laughs> This is what we've come to. <laughs> you, sports are gone. And Alan, sports are gone. We go to ho- horsies. Horsies are gone. We go to the market. And now we're going to the market. It's just so funny. <laughs> Short everything. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to be up at 8.30 prepping for the market opening at 8.30. I'm going to be up at 4.30, dude. Dude, I've been waking up every day between 9 and 10. And yeah. I hate it because I'm going back to like high school, my high college. school, college, yeah, college. I'd sleep in until 12 because, you know, we're, yeah, what do you do? Hashtag afternoon classes. Right. If you're smart, you do that. Knock them all well, off. You're also, you also have to be lucky, too. Yeah. But like, you know, I had flexibility, so I just played with it. I, 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 I should. Here's the thing, though. On the weekends, I woke up with the little kid, the little kiddos. And I went out to Ypsilanti to teach them how to play flag football. Service. Service. That was actually one of the better times of my life. Um, and then party hard on Saturday night because I did nothing on Sunday. Except for a gym shift from like 12 to 3 where I would just do my homework or watch HBO. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know what we were talking about. We're at seven point. Seven million dollars in this rainbow pick six pool. This is a lot of money. That's kind of incredible. It's eight eight point five million. And I still don't get it. Why people throw money at animals? I don't get it. I'd be better because I'd be better off. Here's the deal. Something. I here's know. what this means. Here's what this means. If you have a unique ticket. You could double down right now. No, we've already put we. I, my group has already put our thousand dollar ticket in. If if so, what did you, smart man, put the opposite of what you did with your ticket so you could have more ways to win? So basically, we we combined all together and we we got as many horses as we think have a shot to win on a ticket as possible, and. Nine million. We're at up uh, uh, nine point one million. We might get up to ten. This will be the crazy. Yeah, we're 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 gonna get up to ten million. So what happens in America, folks, when everything's shut down? Everybody would be betting March Madness right now, or they'd be betting the playoffs, NHL playoffs. Uh, now at end of the end end of the regular season, but here we are, ten million in horse racing. Ten million. Ten million. 
just hit ten million as the horses are starting to enter the gate here. Ten this million race alone. Well, this starts it. This starts it. So so basically, with ten million on the on the board, even if all the favorites come in, right, you're gonna you're gonna win some money. Is this the place where they had the injunction? Because that would be awesome. Yes. Well, they they filed a suit against the county. Um, right, which delays it. Yeah, which delays it, and we this probably is the place though. N- yeah, they they delayed it just so they could run today. But About eleven million. They're what, off. What's the horse track? What's the horse? Gulfstream Park? Gulfstream, Gulfstream Park down in uh, Hollandale Beach, Florida. But um, yeah, d- back to it. DFS is going to die out. I think legalized gambling. I think fantasy football will survive to a certain extent. It's definitely going to survive. I'll always play it. Because um, I'm, I I like to prove that I'm a, no more about football than all my friends. Fair enough. Is there anything else you uh, you got going? Um. Well, I know the Green Bay Packers went after Emmanuel Sanders, and he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go down to New Orleans and play with Drew Brees instead of Aaron Rodgers." And you know why that is? It's because nobody wants to go and play in Green Bay. It's a shitty city. There's nothing to do. And that's why they don't do well in free agency. And they never do. Um if they do go, it's for the fear it's for the it's for the sheer fact that they want to play with Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. Um Detroit gets better free agents. Chicago gets better free agents, and so does Minneapolis, let alone, you know, the LA's New York's of the world. Um, but on the flip side, though, they draft well, so they, which they have to in order to survive, which is impressive. But that's kind of been on my mind a little bit. What about you? And I think I'm out. Out what? Out of this. Out of the podcast? No, I'm out. I'm out of the race. You I'm lost. out of everything. You lost. Yeah, first race. First race. So a 10 million pot and you lost everything. Yep. Well, with that, folks, uh, I think we'll wrap it up because Stu's about to go nuts. Uh, yep. Kind of reserved. Right now. I see your, I see your face getting red, though. We will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Um, yeah. Bad sequence of events. For Peach, I'm Stu. Maybe we'll see you next time. Maybe we won't. I'm, I'm gonna go jump off my roof. I'll see ya. <laughs> <laughs>